Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Have You Ever Played podcast, the only podcast on the internet powered by Microsoft Edge. Uh, today is going to be a special episode because I am here with a guest, and I being Matt, aka Matt Fondude, I am with a special guest, some might say a rival, uh, Polkabird, aka Ryan. Hello, Polkabird. How's it going? Uh, it is going pretty okay. Uh <laughs> You may you are known on my Twitter as the, a villain, and I would like to get right off the bat and just point to the allegations levied against you. Yeah. Um, look, I, 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 I am not here to apologize. I'm <laughs> not here to reconcile. Yes. I'm. I'm not ashamed for what I've done, and I. In case you are here to try to guilt me into something like that, I'm. I'm not having it. All right. I've talked. I have my lawyer currently on the line. He's advising me based on. I don't have to answer any of these questions if I don't want to is is the gist of it. So just be prepared that and I will leave if if this gets a little too out of hand. All right. Well, I might be asking you some some hard hitting questions uh, later on in this. Keep keep it it clean. Keep All right, clean. because well, I'm not. I, I, I listen. There's a there's a saying out uh, out here in the big rectangle, and it's we don't respond to uh, aggression with compliance. We respond to aggression with righteous indign- indignation. Okay, now that we've confused the three viewers who are listening, um, we should probably explain what we're doing today. So, uh, my co-host of usual, James. Uh, is currently sick, so he's taking a hiatus. So I figured I'd bring in a guest today for this side quest episode in which we are going to be talking about various internet gaming questions of how do you know you're a gamer and other such mm. qu- uh, uh, questions. Because I was actually looking through these websites the other day to find some questions uh, just for podcasting in general, but there are some doozies out there, and uh, real, Ryan was just looking at the sum. I I've, I looked myself. There's some some real uh um real uh, real high quality uh, bangers, as they might say, as the kids say. Yes, um, Ryan, I, I would just like to ask you a question, and this is related to your uh, screen name of Polka Bird. I think we probably should have introduced this concept at the beginning because I heard. Some bird squawkage in the background. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to explain that? I have. I have a couple birds. Um, one of which is usually attached to me at almost all times. Um, so I do have a uh, my my conure peaks. He's he just hangs out around with me, and he he would literally die if he was not attached to my finger at almost all times. So he's very attention hungry, and I get distracted a little bit because he's very needy mm-hmm. um so he's he's here with me now if that's if you hear him flying around or kind of kind of grumbling yeah now is that the the bird you refer to as the car alarm yeah he's the he's the one he he likes to yell yeah like the, the other two like... are grumpy old men and don't like to hang out uh with me that much they were rescues one of them's 30 years old uh, he's he's had enough <laughs> he's at the end of his rope yeah. Yeah. So birds, what is what is the average lifespan of a bird? Like mm, a little guy like this, probably 20 to 30. 20 to uh, 30. 
big guys like upstairs, uh, they're yellow naped Amazon and severe McCall, and they'll live to be probably 80, hmm. if maybe longer. I, one of them might outlive me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you can have generation generational bird wealth. He's my he's my uh, family heirloom. Yeah, you pass him on, and then is is it one of those things? Well, that those birds don't like talk like a like a parrot or something. Oh yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah, they can. Oh, they can repeat yeah. things. Uh, he had this. Uh, so the lady who had him before was she was like, he he's not just peeping. I mean, he's straight up talking. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I'm mostly referring to the Amazon amigo upstairs. He's uh, he just turned five or six. I don't know for sure. Um, he used to live with this old lady, and uh, when she died, her daughter didn't know what to do with him, so she just kind of found someone to take him. So that's being me. Um, he he'll. It sounds like there's an old lady living in my house. Like oh, that's horrifying. He, it yeah. He sounds exactly like her, and he'll like he'll. The way he talk, he sings. He sings "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." He counts to five. He like, he'll he'll say fully fledged sentences. What? Uh, he'll he laughs like an old lady sometimes at night. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. <laughs> now, now, if I was the owner and proprietor of a bird such as that, I would train it to say things like "The gold is hidden in at location three point one two. Like longitude and latitude, and I would say like really mysterious things, like put the knife down, and just like very unnerve the next owner. Um, so I actually talked to a uh, a bird sanctuary when I was out. I was visiting Pittsburgh for a while, and I saw that I met this bird sanctuary owner guy there, and we were talking about birds, and uh, he was telling me about a bird that came through there once, and. They, that's why they so the bird's name was pandora mm-hmm. and that that's it was kind of a literal pandora's box and that's why they now call birds that are like crazy like that like pandora's boxes because what will happen is he'll, you know it'll be real like nervous and won't be talking and then it, you'll take it home and it'll say some shit like that hurt didn't it yeah i bet oh. you like that it's like, oh, oh I, don't, well, I, don't, I don't like, it's like that. You're, you're, you're bad. You're a bad boy. And just like, like biting and <laughs> oh, shit. Just like, yeah. Like, oh, that's yeah. Oh man. Well, welcome to bird talk hotline. Uh, yeah. it, so I, I think I know the origins of your screen name. Cause I think I was there for the, the precipice of the origin. I don't, that's not the right word, but I think I was there for the beginning of the origin. Um, yeah. Does it have to relate to that Breath of the Wild character? Okay. Yeah. You want to yeah. explain that a little bit? Um, I play the accordion, and I enjoyed Breath of the Wild to a degree that I said I wanted to cosplay the, the bird, and I go to cons with my accordion as that bird, and I just mm-hmm. I play the accordion, and it's great. Yeah. Polka and bird. Both, both are covered, and... Uh... Yeah, so basically, that was uh, an interesting thing. You had a a late game name change like I did with the Matt Fondude rebrand. I and did. That, that's kind of a weird thing to think about because I think a lot of people will pick a screen name at age like two, whenever the hell they're you know making up a screen name, and then stick with it forever and yeah. never change it. It's just this was my RuneScape name from when I was six years old. Yeah, and it's it, like it, Gregory two two two. Like that's yeah. me forever oh it's so 
being involved in fighting games, you see a lot of people who are just way too committed to that. Uh, my favorite joke example is this guy. I'll send you a picture. It's so funny. There, this guy uh, named Big Dog 022, but okay. it's, spe- it's it's his exact like is it the exact way that he like I don't know spelled it or whatever on whatever probably Xbox or something. The way that he had to spell it to get the name since you know everyone has every name on Xbox, right? Uh, it was like underscore big underscore D A W G G G underscore underscore zero zero two underscore. And he got, he got a logo commissioned with all the underscores. Oh my God. It's so funny. I never had, so I, I never had a gamer tag specifically because that's more of an Xbox thing. And I feel like the underscores and all that is more at home from the gamer tag error. Or like the, I guess. the X's and like the you know that kind of stuff like yeah the little fill-ins yeah I mean I remember that from MMOs a little bit because you would make like alternate characters that would need to be like XXX cool guy 69 and yeah. like because you needed that extra space uh but it is so funny when you meet people and they're, they're all right let's get into the nitty-gritty on that like the dichotomy of what your name is where some people are like all right we're gonna take my first name it's just gonna be i'm gonna be greg two five seven six two and i'm just that's my name and that's gonna be on everything and then and then if they become successful like as a streamer or a youtuber some of them keep that name mm-hmm. Where, and it's just it's like how do you brand that but they have millions of subscribers so i guess they're doing something right you i was know? thinking about that recently especially with like old youtube channels like yeah you know there's a guy like you make your youtube channel in 2006 like what's a what's an example like uh well I, penguin I'm zero I have, like critical. Yeah, exactly yeah something like he has that like 15 names and then now he's just charlie and it's just like yeah everyone you know that's just you can't just change his name i mean i guess he could at this point but like something like uh like nigahiga like that kind of thing yeah like like that guy was always around just doing stuff in like 2007 or whatever well, he was and Ryan Higa, right? Like, yeah. Like, so that's just again, that's an example of using your own name. Exactly, but I feel like that's just the where it all kind of comes from, and that's like the old internet style of just what's a what's a funny little thing on my name, or just either that or what is my just name? Yeah, I, <laughs> I Justine Fred Fred yeah Fred Fred yeah. Uh, I mean, that wasn't his name, but but Fred yeah, just like or it it's just like. Little baby cakes two two five underscore two five two thousand seven, just like these like, like crazy names. Joe loves trucks four four eight four, yeah, that kind of thing. I, I gotta say, and I and I asked you earlier, can I call you Ryan, like yeah. your your actual human name? Because sometimes people like to be referred to as their online names, and my online name has always been either containing my name or close to my name that people just call me my name anyway um i i understand why some people do that i just mm -hmm. personally think it's kind of i think there's a point where it's like if you're really like i mean for a lot of valid ulterior reasons some people are very uncomfortable with their name and want Mm -hmm. to be addressed as like their screen name that kind of thing i think it only kind of gets bizarre when someone that you know somebody is like like that's not a thing they just demand to be called their like tag or whatever like like uh you're gonna call me Bassmaster 440 uh oh, i will yeah. not be referred to as uh as lee uh i'm gonna be <laughs> i'm gonna be Bassmaster to you forever 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> congratulations, Doom Dumper sixty nine, on your marriage engagement. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. It's there is a level of like weird. Like, I think when you refer to someone that you don't know very well, you can say their username. Uh. Yeah. But when it becomes like you're having a conversation with them, I would like to use your name. Uh, becomes very confusing when someone's username is a real name, but that's not their name, and yeah. other people call them their <laughs> the real time. name, which I've had happen before, where it's been like someone will call them. They have like a a name, right? That is a, a per like a person's name, and then they'll be referred to as that, and they're like, actually, no, my name is not that. So it's just the most confusing thing in the world. Mm. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a classic. Um. I was uh, I was gonna say a bit earlier. Did I ever tell you that I was so I started playing games like online through Xbox, right? So I was I was in the 360. I was in the thick of it. I was in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was 11 years old, I had to pick a gamer tag, and so Xbox does this thing that a lot of people are familiar with, right? Where you get your your like free like default Xbox name, and it's usually like adjective noun numbers and i think mine was something like it was like uh, i don't even know it was like sporty frog 448 or something you know um and some people just keep that and they're just forever sporty frog 448 and it's like oh yeah xbox just gave me that but they let you change it once for free and i had my my fake name for like a year or two and when i finally got halo and i was like 13 or 14 uh, I wanted a name just like I saw everyone else had. I wanted like a real name that I picked. And my moniker, my whole internet thing prior to Polkabird, it was like neon was what I like used as a lot of that. And that was literally just because I saw the energy sword and I'm like, I think that looks so cool. And I'm like, you know, uh, and I was like, okay. I, I, re- I remember my thought process sitting on my couch in my basement when I was like 13 and I'm like, neon? elite because covenant and i tried i tried that combination and then i tried an underscore in between it and they were all taken and i remember sending in a hate message to the person who had that name oh uh, my God. <laughs> just did nothing bad just like you're the reason i gotta have this name and what ended up becoming my name was like x x n e zero n three l i t e underscore x x like <laughs> that's like a serial number that's like it, not it a name. really is yeah that's <laughs> my serial number um oh man not to not to completely digress you want to talk about a serial number name when i set up my spotify uh (laughs) i okay i guess i'm gonna dox my spotify name but i don't care because all you're gonna see is what i'm listening to because there's no info on it uh when i set up my spotify i set it up through facebook and then i deleted my facebook a while ago uh, so when you do that, Spotify assigns you a random string of numbers and letters and you can't change it. And that's your username from now on. It is two, two X Q J, uh, or G M B L D C C G Y N E R Y F F O K S D I two four. What is Spotify doing? I mean, <laughs> well, I know. What, okay. Like... <laughs> can, can, just saying like, I, okay. So I, this is a little bit of podcast, uh, insider knowledge but i use anchor which is i believe uh purchased by spotify as my rss feed 
Mm-hmm. And um, so, I, and I use Spotify all the time and love Spotify as like a platform, at least for my personal listening. I don't know about their, you know, creator stuff, but my, as personal listening uh, tool, I use Spotify a lot. And one time on Spotify, I was checking my bill and I was like, why is my bill like suddenly more expensive uh, this month? And I looked in my account settings and I had noticed that my normal account was set to a family share account and which is more expensive per month. You can add like a certain amount of people on one account. And two random people added their, like, personal emails to my account and were leeching off my account for, like, a couple months. Uh, I don't know. I guess maybe I left it logged in in a public place and people just added their emails and, like, changed my account. Which is crazy because they changed the the whole account settings to a different type of account. But Spotify refunded me the money and uh, fixed it. But, like, imagine being so bold as to leave your personal email on someone's account that you're le- like you you get into someone's account and you're leeching off of them and you're like yeah this is a good idea we'll just it's like when people commit a crime and then like spray paint their instagram handle yeah like this is who did it which happened <laughs> to me once when i was at uh, when i was going to school there was a building in which was like got vandalized and was spray painted on the walls. Like the the Dookie Boys did this on Instagram. Follow us. Like those people were promptly <laughs> expelled because it's like why would you why would you vandalize something with your own like name? It makes no sense. It's so funny. It's it's re- oh my god. It's it's oh, the man. it's the clout thing. But um, I actually kind of all right. This is not a rare occurrence. This Spotify hacking story. Uh, mm-hmm. I, almost everyone I know who uses Spotify has had a run in with this before, and I know about what happens on the other side of it because I found I found the uh, I found the the deep dark side of the internet that they actually do this. So what it is is it's people who Spotify must have some kind of terrible vulnerability that they know about and will never fix or can't fix because spot random ass Spotify accounts get hacked all the time for no reason and. Like it's people like anywhere on earth. I don't even know where this usually happens, but they'll sell it like on like different things. It's like, hey, uh, here's a Spotify account you can use that someone had pay me like five bucks and here's access to it until they find out, you know, Um, there's the way they did it with yours is actually pretty smart, though. Because it took you a couple months to find out. Usually when it happens, they're banking on it being an account you don't use because it, it you'll be listening to something and suddenly the track will change and it'll be like oh i didn't cue this up this is oh, oh uh i didn't i i don't listen to uh like pakistani rap but uh yeah i don't listen to rednecks <laughs> cotton eye joe on repeat 24 hour club mix you got to be feeling in the right mood for that and that oh, yeah. at, in the at 2 2 p.m. on a work day i'm not listening to that um, um <laughs> yeah, yeah they, no they change that shit all the time it's it's wild well, one thing i've noticed which has happened before and they may have fixed this is i've been logged into my account and then i'm suddenly in someone else's account yeah. like i don't know how much access i it's, have but i have seen where i'm like i'm logged in and it's like you're in kelsey's account i'm like what like how am i in someone else's uh account for a second i don't know what that was uh that was a while ago was that while you were at school by chance uh 
I don't know. I think it was. I I think it was like on it. It might have been on a TV. Uh, like oh, when you're okay. connected to a TV. Like yeah, I, that I, I don't think it was weird. Uh, yeah, it was. It was a weird thing where I was suddenly in someone's account. I know what you're trying to say where it's like, oh, I could have. Someone could have been listening along. By the way, uh, if as someone who works in a place where there's public Wi-Fi that you connect to all day long, it's like, do you want to listen to Ricardo's device? Because it's the only reason, like, to do a listen along on Spotify, you need to be on the same Wi-Fi. So all day long, it's like, do you want to listen? And I'm so terrified that I'm going to cast my audio to like mm-hmm. some someone's device or like a giant like loudspeaker, and I'm just listening to some like nonsense, or whatever. It, I don't know why I'm paranoid to hear other people listening to the music I'm listening to, but it's you know what it is. It's the uh, it's this is the 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 2022 version of that fear that I think a lot of us had when like listening to like wired headphones on the iPod on the on the bus or something in middle school, where it's like. Oh God! What if my headphones get disconnected and it just starts playing out loud? Yeah, which it's like I don't want someone to, to know that I'm listening to. I I don't even know, Breaking Benjamin uh, or something like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think I think music insecurity hits everyone uh, in a way where have you ever you obviously you've had the question. So, what music do you like? And it's like, mm-hmm. well, Chief, I listen to. Every week I listen to something different. I'll be listening to just like completely different genres of music between the hour too. And it's hard to, I think showing someone your Spotify has helped where I just, you show them like, here's my phone. Look at my playlist. You'll get an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I always feel very self-conscious. I don't know. Wh- I don't know why. I, you know, I, it's funny that you kind of mentioned that. <clears throat> Sorry. I uh I actually have kind of answered that question for myself after a, a very long-term search as to what music do I listen to. And I think I can finally say with confidence that I ha- I have like two genres that I'm finally like I'm 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 settled down on the search. I'm good. I- I'll live here. I'm 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 fine. What are the two genres? Uh <laughs> lounge vapor and doom metal. <laughs> doom Yeah, all right. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a vibe. I I don't know. I feel like I go so all over the place all the time that I don't really have anything specific. I I can listen to anything as long as it's like I don't know. It depends on the mood. I'm yeah. a very mood listener kind of person. I get that for sure. Yeah, but anyway, this is a video game podcast. Let's let's ask some hard hitting video game questions according let's... to levelskip.com at least on my end. And uh, Ryan has some questions for me as well. I've got RedBull.com slash za dash n. <laughs> All right, let, let's start it off. I'm going to start off with this question because this is actually a valid question. Okay. What's your favorite video game of all time? Or just list some games you like because no one has one favorite video game. Uh, anyone who knows me would think that my favorite video game is Tekken. And it's like that is... I play that game a lot. I play I play that game way too much. I'm competitive in everything. But the thing that people don't know about people who play Tekken is that people who play it to that degree hate it. Oh, mm-hmm. I hate Tekken. I hate it sense. so much. It's but it's a hobby. It's it's not it's not like a video game, and it is fun still. But it's like I like learning Tekken. I don't like playing Tekken. Uh, my favorite video game of all time. That's a hard one. Uh, 
I'd say Nuclear Throne has a really special place in my heart. Uh, I really loved Breath of the Wild. Uh, that's a pretty basic answer, but I'm I'm on board with it. I think that I think that might end up that might be my uh my half answer to that. So you must be very excited for Breath of the Wild too. No. Uh, did, oh, you're not at all. No, not at all. Oh wow. Okay, that's an interesting take. <laughs> Have you I, seen gameplay of it? Yeah. I I the moment I heard that was coming out, I said, "Wow, we don't need another one of those." The first okay, one was really good. We don't need another one. What if it's a Majora's Mask situation where it's better than the first one because it's like they put weird stuff in it? Mm, I, I'm a Majora's I, Mask fan over a, an Ocarina of Time. I think I think the odds are against that being true. I don't know. I just I the moment I heard about the sequel, and ever since then, even seeing gameplay, I'm like, just leave, just leave it alone. Just leave good enough alone. Like it's just a money thing. I don't. The first one I liked a lot. It was good, and I. I don't well, know. Th- there's no world where it's going to be bad. It's going to be no, like but decent or like at best. The worst be it wrong. can be is I, decent. I'll admit to being wrong if it's good. I just I don't know. I just felt like it was, you know, let's just leave good enough alone, you know. Yeah, you have that opinion a lot on games. I think if if a game is popular and people too many people tell you about it, you're going to sour on it, which is fair. Because yeah. uh, there is a thing about fan bases for games like an Undertale, which they're very, very uh, vocal about how they want you to play these games and that you should <laughs> play them. And as someone who has been streaming Undertale, uh, there has been some very vocal uh, chat members who tell me exactly where to go and where to stand on the screen to have make sure I'm having fun. <laughs> and... Uh, I, I believe JoJo is also something in which... That's, uh, that's a big one. Yeah, which I actually was able to introduce to you in an organic way that didn't turn you off to the series. Which I didn't know about it. I, I didn't even know about it prior. Yeah. So. Um, that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, by the way, for people who are confused, uh, is an anime in which... And it's a manga, but it, it's an anime in which is now a meme to suggest it to people, basically. Because it's one of those things like, yo, bro, have you seen this show? And it's a good show and a like it's it's entertaining. It's just hard to recommend to people because everyone will tell you to watch it. And yeah. I've met several people now who are like overzealous fans of something have turned me off to I didn't I never want to check out this thing because people yell at me to look at it. So there's oh, definitely man. something there. There's a there's a path there's a there's a um, in my mind there's like a, a a conversation tree that we could go down now, and if I take the left path, the the one that I'm considering right now, I won't I won't I won't shut the hell up. So I need to I need uh, to to just explain what that's about. I have uh, in the past year, I I, f- I finally found out what Star Trek is about. I found, oh, wow. I lo- I know the hype now. I know about it. I'm I'm one of those people now. It, it, yeah, you're just telling me. We can't like, hey, talk about that, this, uh, Have you seen this new show, Star Trek? We can't talk about this, though. Yeah. This, well, I, <laughs> anyway. I, I'll, briefly, I'll briefly mention that I've seen some of the original series, and I wanted to watch all of it, then watch The Next Generation. It's just, solid. Just watch, Very just good. Watch Very the good show. I should just watch The Next Generation. Just watch The Next Generation starting at season two. Yeah. 
This, it's, oh, but okay. that's the problem. That's I'm a sorry. JoJo moment. Wait, that's a JoJo. It is a JoJo. It is a JoJo moment. It is, but you just it. It's just you gotta trust me. Knowing the JoJo situation, that season one is just if you're if you watch all the rest of TNG and want to go back, go for it. But it's it had like a different director or something, and like there was a bunch of problems with production, and like everything was just wrong. And it's the it's the worst thing ever. It's so will- bad. I will see it through. If I if I go to watch it, I will Everyone keep that in says mind, that, but I will it, get through it. Mm, I I know multiple people who've said, yeah, I'm interested in it. I want to watch. I'll start at season one. And I'm like, it's really bad. You're going to want to just skip it. And they're like, oh, you know what? I'll see it through. And they get to like 13 episodes. They're like, what the hell am I doing? This is okay. ridiculous. Like, You don't understand. They just give I, up. I'm the kind of guy who's like, I want to get into Final Fantasy. I want to get into Dragon Quest. Time to boot up the NES and play Dragon Warrior, uh, and I did that. I, 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 going back. I'm playing Final Fantasy One. I. I beat that recently. I want to start from the beginning. Okay. And I want to get to the thing. I will say I fall <laughs> off immediately, almost all the time. But I, ha- I, I, I'm out here being a warrior of like these games that are uh, or these media that you need to watch. Same thing with uh, comics. When I tried to read that, I tried to start with. Uh, I tried to read Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I guess I'll read the first comic from like 1963 or whatever. And it's just like, it's so strange because it's just one comic is just the entire origin story of Spider-Man, basically, <laughs> where it's just like Peter Parker, the, this guy, and, and everything is like old timey in a way where they always, I love just all the, the dumb stuff that they say. That's just like. Yeah, you like know, the old timey. Fr- yeah, like the th- like the things that are literally just they would be a joke. It's great. Yeah, but it, the pacing is like there is no story. It's mm-hmm. just like a villain of the week. Like it literally is like the first issue is like Peter Parker is bit by a spider. Now he's Spider Man like already, and now the next issue is like he's fighting like the Doppelman who like dopples <laughs> and he's like flying around. And it's like what what is the like what is this? What am I doing here? They couldn't waste any time. All right, they they really they knew. Couldn't. They knew that they had like, you know, this next issue was coming out in a week and they're like, we got, we got to be ready for this. Look, yes. he's, he's a guy, he got bit by a spider. I don't know. He just does stuff. Here's here's what we were actually going to tell you about. Like Stanley cracking that whip on like Steve <laughs> Ditko, or, just like cracking the whip over and over. It's like, make more content. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I started reading Ultimate Spider-Man, okay. uh, which is a run later on. Uh, it is the like. 2000s smash mouth styled like i would say it reminds me of the 2000s in which smash mouth exists and you have the eye dog and you have like i don't know it's hard to describe like the early 2000s like error like design of characters um mm-hmm. and i i was enjoying that because it's a self-contained kind of uh story yeah this but is fun that's comics let's let's get back to video games uh, I guess my favorite video game, I was thinking about it. I'm going to just say this is a weird one because I, I have no one specific favorite game. But game I go back to probably the most of all would be Rayman 1 on PS1 because it's the first game I bought for myself, basically. And also it is just like a really nice looking game with really good music, although it's unfinished. It is like weirdly really hard. Um, and that's a game we'll cover on this podcast one day. Yeah, I remember your uh, speedrunning adventures in that game. That's that oh, yeah. was my first exposure to it, honestly. 
Yeah, I tried to learn the speed run for the game, which I fell off. I, I learned like half of it and fell off because I realized that any tutorial I follow is already outdated as soon as it releases. And uh, I I'm willing to play that game casually with a little bit of speed tech, um, which I do for a lot of games now. If you see my Mario 64 playthrough, I, I watched a speed run of the game and I've tried to implement tech just from watching it and it's like it's not working a lot of the time but sometimes it does work so hmm. yeah um yeah so we're only on question one uh why don't you continue yours we'll uh we'll go through yours and no then... i mean there's like 50 questions oh really yeah you want to give me give me one of your hot questions we'll go so back and forth mine are not questions rather they are hypothetical concepts okay uh, redbull.com slash zahn asks it, they they simply say 15 signs that you're a gamer. Okay, what are the signs? Um, also, this was posted almost immediately after COVID started. It's <laughs> really funny for some reason. They're just like, I gotta do something. I gotta vent my... I gotta, I don't, like, I'm so got, creative. We got nothing going on. <laughs> we got nothing going on. All right. Sign one. Uh, this is this is the uh, redbull.com here is being the... Uh, the gamer's Jeff Foxworthy <laughs> right okay, now. Yeah. Here's you know sign. you're a gamer if you've endured <laughs> one too many arguments about gaming <laughs> platforms. Gaming platform. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, the console wars where I actually cared a little bit when I was younger. <laughs> Although, I was always a Sony. Like I always had like a, a, a PlayStation and the Nintendo console. Well, except for GameCube. I missed that until I got the Wii, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Their their explanation of this is really funny. Just PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. We're all just gamers at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, just gamers doing gamer things. Just oh boys being boys. And then they talk about like you know, oh yeah, there's the Sony fanboys and the PC masteries crowd. And the last sentence is, you're just never gonna get a straight answer on this one. Play whatever you want. No one cares. <laughs> None of this matters. No one cares. And uh, then they captioned the the stock photo of the PlayStation with. Play what you want, guys. Uh, it's so funny that like this is it this really is so low effort. Anymore. It's hilarious. It mattered when there was console ex exclusives, but nowadays everything comes out on PC and everything. Yeah, we've we've like, kind of like in the past year or two started to see the the death of the like you know exclusivity. I guess, which I'm glad. It, it's yeah. so weird to see sony games released on steam where it's like god of really War's on there now horizon that Sackboy adventure game is coming out which i will buy and try which is like that's a crazy one to me like i feel like that is such a like console exclusive that it feels weird it feels wrong to play it honestly on like uh your pc but i'm glad that we're moving into like a uh, a world of you can play anything on everything stop come here my bird right. is making plate scraping noises right now because that's the <laughs> that's the noise that a, a spoon makes on a ceramic bowl. He's just letting me know. Okay, well we'll take a quick break here and uh, we'll resume. Yeah. All right, we're back. Uh, so Ryan is drinking a fresh Lacroix right now. A Lacroix. A coconut Lacroix. I really it, but... don't like Lacroix. I like sparkling water. Ooh. I like every other brand basically. Lacroix, I I can't get into. I just can't do it. It's my I, least favorite. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a purist as far as that goes. I'll drink Polar. 
I do like Polar too. I think Polar is a little too carbonated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they the only reason they keep me coming back is because they have some pretty good exclusive flavors. They have this flavor from the New England collection this year. Oh yes, called okay. Pink Apple Lemon, and it is incredible. It's probably my favorite. It sounds good. Seltzer right now. I am a fan of uh, Bubbly. Bubbly mm-hmm. is okay. Bubbly, it feels like it doesn't feel luxury. It feels like the working man seltzer in a way. I agree. It feels, yeah. It feels like the TGI Fridays of seltzer, but it's a guilty pleasure kind of seltzer. You know what I mean? Sometimes you want just like that family style chain restaurant food, and that's kind of a bubbly to me. And they have it. a good flavor profile. Um, I've I've been I've been a Lacroix pilled way too hard, mm-hmm. and uh, for the longest time, the only seltzer I would drink was Lacroix, and now I'm talking like three years. So mm-hmm. uh, Polar is only a new thing for me as of like a year ago. Okay. So this, okay. This is my this is my family style. Unfortunately, um, it's so hard to find around here. I uh, I am a fan. I am a fan of the seltzer water. Uh, but l- again, it's a video game podcast. Let's let's yeah. rein it in again. To these Forget the Reddit. seltzer let's, wars. We're talking about the console wars. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's. That was a ridiculous line of thought. Let's talk about something that makes a lot more sense. Such as, have you ever had a crush on a video game character? Says this website. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of questions out, out of the 50 fun gaming questions that relate to like so uh do you ever want to bang mario <laughs> like just just like there's so many questions that are like that you ever, ever want to throw that red hat on the side of the floor and just just unbutton yeah. those overalls <laughs> just just wahoo you know what i mean uh, uh, i can't say i have though i, I really can't say i have <laughs> there are so many questions on here that are just like variations of that uh, just like so, uh, which which character is the most attractive character? <sighs> and it's just like gets a little uh, uncomfortable. Uh, I know plenty of friends who have sort of had that. Uh, I'm in a pretty unique situation though, so I, I that's that's not entirely relevant to me. Um, but I've you know I uh, I I know a couple of friends like I know someone who uh, hmm. Now maybe I shouldn't talk about. <laughs> no, we these. don't want to expose. We don't want to expose them. I don't know who this is, but you can tell me later. Actually, yeah. don't, because that's the most annoying thing on a podcast ever. Is like, yeah, tell me after. Tell me after the podcast. We'll we'll yeah, actually yeah. say the. the I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna tell you the listener. Yeah, no, don't tell me. Never tell me. I'm. I'll be with you, podcast listener. I don't. I don't want to know. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna tell you then. Yeah, it's staying in my brain. All right, uh, I'm just looking at these. Like, would you marry any of these characters? Like, what's well, like really just like goes through all the stages what of a, relationship. Uh, what, what's the thing? It's like bang, marry, kill. Yeah, <laughs> spread out through fifty questions. Oh wait, this is my favorite question of all. It's the fiftieth question. Uh, would you give up video games for life and receive five hundred thousand dollars in cash, or would you refuse the money? Now, before you answer. Can we talk about the amount of money being offered in this hypothetical <laughs> where it could have been anything? It they could chose have been dollars ch- before tax, by the way. Mm. You know, even even with that amount before tax, hang on. <laughs> yeah, this is before tax. Yeah, they don't Pre-taxed mention that. Pre-taxed $500,000. You're getting the gift tax at the PA best. is like 14% or more. Mm-hmm. I think it's more. I think it's almost 20%. 
I mean, they don't mention specifically. You're getting like 375 max. (laughs) Yeah, you're getting nothing. And just saying, it's like, why would you, like, giving up anything for a lifetime? What if something comes out where it's like your grandson is like, Granddad, play play this game with me, and you're like, I'm sorry, my my, my hands will turn to sand if I touch a controller. <laughs> Don't turn around, little Timmy. What? <laughs> he turns into a, like a pillar of salt. That's you know away. what? That's your like that's your inspirational sad like sh- you know like short video that you make where it's like I accepted the deal, and it's like finally like Halo 19 came out, and it looks so good, and I have to play it, but. I know I'll turn to sand, and I'm crumbling away as I'm 80 years old, turning into sand, getting a kill on this guy. And in my last moments, when it's just my hand left in a pile of sand, I teabag a corpse and then die. Actually, what we didn't consider is, do you know how they're gamifying a lot of things now? Like, apps that, like, learning at, like, Duolingo is gamified learning. Yeah, yeah, or, like... Venmo is gamifying money transfers. Yeah, um, but they're gonna start doing that with like medication and stuff like that. It's like Grandpa, like play this mini game to get your pills, and he's just like, "I've forsaken myself for greed. Mm. I cannot." About, you're talking about like the chimp test. You, you ever see that? That that Japanese uh, chimpanzee laboratory where they have like a big enclosure, and the chimps come and they play like a little touchscreen game, and when they win, they get like a piece of banana or something. I think I have, I was going to chastise you for being on chimp YouTube, but I no, think I, I actually have seen this video that you're referring to. <laughs> I, I am not a watcher of chimp YouTube because I know what you're talking about. And oh, no, I'm, I'm not talking about the uh, the monkey torture YouTube dark side, which is horrifying and strange. No, this this was on a science video. Okay, I would like okay. to, to clarify this. And it's it's totally humane because the chimps live in the wild and they come to this facility by choice when they want to play this game for a reward. This is not like it takes the they, the scientists specifically made it take the same amount of time it would take for them to forage food so that they're not getting an easy way. All right. This I'm not I'm not a chimp YouTuber. I'm not a dark side of YouTube uh, chimp anim, fake animal rescue YouTube watcher. Now, it's kind of interesting to think that, do you think, this is like not a joke, do you think that like a chimpanzee or like an an ape of some kind doing these games, do you think there's different personalities like within gamers, how some people will rage quit things or like would, get would really this tilted? Would this chimp be a rushdown player? Would this chimp be a zoner? Would, would this <laughs> okay, chimp yeah. be a grappler? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yes, but... <laughs> But also, like, do you uh, do you think that there is like a chip that's like playing the game? And they just like start banging on it, like they rage. They get actually like, yes. Tilted? Oh yeah, they do. That that's a real thing. Some chimps have a, like a propensity to get like really mad and like hit it. Oh, wow. When, when they lose. Basically, my teammates in any team game. Let's play. Let's let's talk about that real quick. It's a video so, game podcast. Can we talk about? Yeah, well, actually, we that was a video game conversation. But... It was. Yeah, I don't know why we're transitioning into another <laughs> video game conversation. Um, just competitive games in general, because you play a lot of competitive fighting games, mm-hmm. and I've played a lot of Overwatch sometimes and games like that. And you talked about how they're not fun because it's true, because they're fun. Like the fun happens when you don't know how to play those games when you're yep. starting out. That's every fighting game, and that's kind of how I play fighting games. Is I enjoy it for the twenty hours where I don't know why I'm losing, and I'm like, that's I'm a, just having a good time. That's and a then good when place I know to be. why I'm losing. 
yeah. then it becomes work and it's like oof. Uh but that's all competitive games. It's it's now, very much like a hobby more than a game and it's like a honing thing where you're like I want to learn why I'm, you know, getting murdered here for no reason and that kind of thing. Um yeah, I don't know. It's it's I've always described it as it's the like the video game for people who want to like work i guess for fun it's mm-hmm. it's kind of the same reason that i do like my own little like when i play minecraft the most fun part of minecraft for me is the indentured servitude to myself labor where i'm just digging at a mountain for 30 hours mm-hmm. and i'm like all right i've completely leveled this mountain what am i going to do with it and then i just don't even build on it i'm just like i have all this resource i can do so much <laughs> and do nothing with it yeah, that's how I feel about like a RuneScape or like an MMO. Like just like sometimes it feels nice. It it's that like those games are set up in a way where you get the dopamine hit from doing a completing something in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh and you get that like same feeling. Uh however, I would say fighting games to me at least almost feels like learning an instrument in a way cuz you're oh, just totally. practicing I, all I completely the time. agree with that. Yeah, you're going into the practice lab and like just doing different technique and then it's... uh yeah. yeah i and i guess the way i see it is like and this is actually i feel like this is kind of accurate i when i play a fighting game and when i play an instrument i can practice a lot right and it's just fun to just kind of hit things and do whatever and play with friends i'll play with my friends all the time and jam out or like play a fighting game and have fun uh but when you start introducing it's like okay now you need to get really serious and play with random people you don't know and also you're hyper tuned in on any mistake you make and it feels like there's a pressure there then it becomes less fun for me um and i don't know you know that's just me with fighting games i yeah i've uh as someone who had only ever played by myself for the longest time uh, the first time I actually played music with someone um, was just, it was weird because it was like, they were basically just like, okay, you clearly don't know how to play with people. <laughs> just do this, just do like this and I'll just improv around it. I'm like, okay. And like, that was one time at a convention and there's a dude with a saxophone who was like, actually like an improvisational jazz saxophonist. Mm-hmm. and i was just like i know how to play one song <laughs> like yeah 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 that's my exact experience with uh instruments too is just like playing with someone who knows what they're doing and i'm like i learned this song and they're like all right they look at the chart and they're like pick it up and they like they'll learn the entire guitar part of a song and mm-hmm. just by looking at it because they've played enough whatever so i'm like i learned the bass so i play the bass uh i learned the bass part of this song and they're like, okay, let me just glance at the guitar part. It's like, I've learned the whole song. Let's play it. And then they're like, I'll fill in for when you like mess up or whatever. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But playing instruments with people is fun. Uh, this, is a, <laughs> that, this is a video game podcast. I know. I was going to say. I didn't know if you were back, aware of that. Bring it back to video games. Uh, this you is the half we ever played podcast. Yeah. You want to go back to Red Bull here? Uh, yeah. An, get, get another Red sign Bull. that uh, Red Bull Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy would like to say that you're a gamer. Uh, number two, you referred to having a birthday as leveling up at least once. No one's ever done that. No, no one. one's a gamer then. Sorry. I, I will say I, I am guilty of saying things from video games in real life mm-hmm. in moments of being like, 
I think I've referred to an area as the map before, maybe. Do hmm. you know what I mean? Like, have you done yeah. that where it's just like, oh, yeah, that map was kind of cool. Like, but it's just, do you mean the uh, amusement park that we just went to? Like, do you refer, <laughs> like, I've had moments where I've caught myself saying a term like that in like real life. Being inadequate at your job. You're like, I'm underleveled for this. <laughs> no, I've never done that. Never. No, no world would you do that. Like when you refer to, I think it's more like location based things. No, I know. Where, yeah. where you're referring to like a location or something like that. Um, Just the, <laughs> the idea of you like going to your boss. It's like, you've been late four, four days out of the five that you've worked. And you've done nothing all day. It's like I'm just under leveled for. The, I'm sorry. Like I, like, <laughs> I'm just under leveled. Yeah, I gotta go grind. <laughs> I gotta go grind real quick. <laughs> oh god. Is that what it is? Is that why I'm always tired? Because I'm under leveled for. What I'm I'm, under, I'm still grinding. Yeah, you just, you get that like giant like indicator over everyone's head. That's like a like you know how the there's skull? like a level? Yeah. It's just a skull. It's a red skull. Oh god. Yeah, you look at your office computer, there's a red skull over it. It's like, I'm not, I'm doing I can't chip fight this. I'm doing one damage. Like, I'm doing chip oh damage. God. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> so, number three. Whenever sad gaming moments are mentioned, there's one distinct example that immediately comes to mind. I don't know what... I know which one they're talking about, too. Do I know they? exactly which one they're talking about. All right. Because, all right, what do you think they're talking about? Because I don't know this. Spoiler alerts for Final Fantasy VII. Oh, you're right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know this. Say. I haven't That's played it. That's all I need it. to say. I don't yeah, know this. I haven't played it. They're talking about the part where, uh, this is spoilers for Final Fantasy VII, where uh, character dies and everyone's like, crying because they're like oh my god and like that's the number 15 like gaming moments that are scary this, this really is a watch sad. mojo uh prompt here yeah that i mean i've had emotional moments in video games uh especially independent games that are actually like trying to get you to feel a certain way like like an omori comes to mind for a recent example like that game hurts that's a that's a, a very emotional game mm -hmm. um but I, I'm thinking games where it's like, yeah, I cried when Ma like Mario, like when Peach got like abducted in Galaxy. It's like <laughs> there there are some moments where it's like, okay, Chief, like All this right. is weird. But um, no, there's some there's some moments in gaming. Like I was saying the other day, Kingdom Hearts soundtrack, like the the title screen of Kingdom Hearts two, gets me emotional because it reminds me of childhood nostalgia for the game and it's like it's a it's already an emotional song dearly beloved but it's also like it reminds me of like oh i remember playing this in the summer and like being a kid and stuff mm -hmm. but that's a personal connection not the game itself i get that uh i so it's a, it's i have very specific opinions on pokemon that i'm not gonna delve into not bad <laughs> opinions but i the only pokemon game i've ever played was uh the the ruby sapphire emerald trilogy or whatever that's a right? good one to play yeah uh so that's my indication of that's in my brain that's what pokemon is to me and i played that on my game boy when i was i don't know however old i was i, I don't remember um and i remember the first time i heard see i played that so much back then and then i remember hearing the like the music from that like a couple years ago and I was like, I'm almost like kind of tearing up right now. Like this is this has been so long. Like I haven't heard this forever. And I used to hear this every day for like three years straight, you know. But um, 
that's really my only connection to Pokemon. But I, I'm, I get what you mean with the whole, the yeah. music kind of like. I mean, I'm also very much like a music friction kind of person, where it's like you can kind of like feel, emo- like you feel emotions about music. Yeah, it can tie. I, I like think it's a lot of nostalgia towards something too. Like I think you're thinking more of the time when which you played the game rather than the game itself. It's like one of those For sense sure. memory things. Yeah. Where if you smell something that reminds you of uh something of like your childhood you're like oh man i was taken aback uh i did that the other day when i was walking and i was like smelling like fall air and i'm like man i haven't like done fun things in a long mm. in a while involving going outside and like yeah i like trick-or-treating kind of remind me of just walking down the street mm-hmm. um stuff like that uh but i guess that that kind of takes us into a little bit of the we're running a little short on time but uh, I, I think it takes us into a potential future stream. We might do the Halloween extravaganza stream oh, yeah. once again, potentially. At some point in October, we might uh, do some gaming, do some watching of old videos, some classic Halloween stuff, which we've some done old before. Tube. Yeah, some old YouTube. So keep your eyes tuned for that. Um, but Ryan, I'm going to ask you some actual questions from viewers now. Okay. And as we wrap this podcast up, so if you have a question you want to send in to the podcast, please email us at hyeppodcast at gmail.com. That is the hyeppodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are the Almost Hype Podcast because our acronym falls quite short. It's almost the word hype, but it's uh, it's kind of a man going, yep. <laughs> no. It's... Yeah. it's- you could change it to have you played ever? Have you played ever? Podcast? Have you played ever video game? <laughs> video game have you? Hmm. Uh, anyway, so we have a question from a loyal viewer of the stream, and this is from the Discord. Uh, Cabbage asks, what got you into the weird indie game rabbit hole, and why do you look for them? And that is actually targeted toward me and my itch.io streams. And I think Ryan can also answer this in a way with like certain games that you enjoy, but I, I, I can see this to you though. This is obviously this is a you <laughs> question. Yeah, I, I think indie games, especially made by like one person for like a game jam, are more interesting a lot of the times than something really highly polished because they are messy and can be buggy and all that stuff. But you never know what to expect. And I'm a variety person. And I like when I eat food, I like eating like a bento box kind of food and like that kind of that style of like or like tapas or something like small plates and all different things. You can have small portions of things. And um, I think with indie games, you can play these wacky games that range all genres and it's like an hour long experience. And it's just, you know, you can really play a lot of varied stuff and also just for a content wise on streaming it's always interesting because you know you have no idea what's going to happen and uh i i think it keeps me a lot more interested in uh playing a game now ryan specifically for you i guess with indie games not necessarily like these itch.io games maybe we could talk about flash games or something like that um have you had experiences where you have games like that uh you know the only real experiences i have with some stuff like that is like i mean everyone bought that well everyone that a lot of people that i know bought that itch bundle um 
like they have a couple crazy good bundles that they do and i have those and we've kind of looked through those a little bit um but primarily just in like middle school just playing flash games on on the computers there and i could list probably 30 of them that most people in our exact age group would be like oh yeah i remember that um and actually i there was a flash game archive program i downloaded recently since flash died Mm -hmm. there's uh they don't have a lot of them, but they do have the one that I was specifically looking for. Uh, there's which one? I for, it's like Stick War or Stick Warriors or something. Those <laughs> Stick Man like games that, yeah. that everyone played, and it's it's the one that if the only thing that I can really say to to perfectly sum this up is the one that when you like give the order to advance, it's the guy who just goes attack defend and like it, he like he recorded it with his own voice clearly it's it's great man it's like, I, I, love, I gotta have this thing i love flash games and like just like i used to play them all the time and that, that's probably why i like these itch.io games and i mean i like to play roblox which is the same thing where it's like variety little big planet variety like any game that like allows a user to create a level i'm more interested in that Mm-hmm. Um and flash games were I, I think I probably played more flash games than actual games when I was younger because it's free too it's like you're just playing yeah. all these games you don't got to pay for them and it's the accessibility factor of being in like I don't know like you know doing indoor lunch in like middle school or something yeah <laughs> uh or not indoor like classroom lunch kind of thing I don't know if you mm-hmm. ever did that but oh everyone's done that yeah like yeah. I, like where you get on the computer and you're playing some like cool math game or whatever you're doing yeah oh, oh man. cool math games that's the one that was unblocked that one was i i almost kind of worry that flash games is a very specific subculture that probably is di- dead it's dead i mean flash is dead but okay. like playing internet games like that i am so happy to report to you because i actually worked with some kids recently mm-hmm. and during the break time we had a break time and they were middle school aged during the break time, they all got on the computers, loaded up some Flash games somehow, still. Like, even really? though it's dead, they weren't Flash games, they were probably HTML5 games, but they were playing a game that was, like, Worms, basically. Uh-huh. Like, it, but a Flash game. And I'm like, I'm, people are still doing it. That There's, warms my it's still heart alive. to hear. Uh, it, really it does, does. right? Because uh, it's, like, iPhones and iPads and all that stuff exists, and it's, like, mobile gaming is, like, crazy good now. So you wouldn't think that it would be like that because I like when I was in school, my phone was like a slide phone that just had a keyboard. It was like, that's it. Like I just, yeah, I could text on it. That's it. I'm, I'm glad to see that the tradition is still alive. Hey, I'm um, so happy to hear that. All right. Now this is a, a, har- a question from harm, a person who's on my discord, who's a moderator in my chat as well, who asked, what are your thoughts on ROM hacks, fan games, and other non-official spin-off materials that expand on a work's story? Is it all right for a prog- for the projects in that space that choose to do so uh, have some sort of monetization for their work? And when does an IP or genre stop being content that uh, that is made? Sorry, stops being the content that made it popular, so that projects seen can be separate from the source or hit material. Uh, there's actually a couple questions within here. We should probably break it down. I, I get the gist of it, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's um, a good question. I think that fan game spinoffs, I think the best route for that is to 
make it your own story and make your own characters that are legally distinct but like you can tell that it's like like it's jario not mario because if you're gonna make a game especially if it's nintendo or something if you're gonna make a fan game expect it to get taken down and like you can't really monetize it um i think you're always safer making your own thing but it's heavily using the same mechanics and everything oh totally uh, I almost think this is a question like worthy of like an entire episode or something, or at least a lengthy discussion. Um, yeah. But to keep this in just question format, like I don't really have a lot of experience with a lot of these types of things. Uh, you ever, you, ever, you know about Mugen though? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably the the thing that I think of the most, and that's that is just universally beloved for being absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, you should probably explain to people who don't know what Mugen, Mugen, uh, Mugen is, is. It's like it's it's this like open source fighting game engine thing that you can import any real character from a fighting game into or make your own characters and just hit them against each other with zero balancing. It's just like, hey, th- uh, like Dwayne. Dwayne is that, you know, dancing Dwayne. He's just a big old hitbox. He, he yeah. just moves at you. There's Notably, nothing you can do. Uh, Notably, salty bet on Twitch, which is CPUs fighting each other, bet. where you can bet on them. Uses Mugen, uh, Mugen, Mugen. and it's like ridiculous stuff. It's like uh, Dio from uh, from uh, what's that? The Dreamcast JoJo's game versus like a Toho character or something, or like oh, it's Sentinel from Marvel Two, and he's fighting uh, he's fighting uh, Violent Ken from Street Fighter oh, Ultra, yeah. like <laughs> Angie Ken yeah yeah um the, it is very entertaining to watch playing on the other hand is uh, oh it's it's terrible uh, it's chaotic uh, yeah, no, it doesn't even it doesn't work it's yeah um uh, but what were you gonna say in terms of that like ex- the existence of that in the uh the rom hacks world i guess not rom hacks but i mean i don't I don't know that I that was kind of more saying that that's my only real experience with something like that. And I don't think there's much to say about that other than that it exists because it's not like it's infringing on anyone's property. I mean, I guess it, I guess it's infringing on everyone's property having these <laughs> characters, but like it's kind of like who do you, who's really to make the claim against it? I, I don't understand. I don't see any reason for anyone to say anything other than this is a cool thing that exists. Yeah, like and th- there's I, no infringement whatsoever. And I think also because it's not like a story, it's just you're, you're importing characters into the game. Whatever. It's just a big sandbox, basically. Um, I think harm is specifically pointing to games. I'm, I'm assuming talking about games such as like there's a a Mother Four, like there's an Earthbound game, like there's a or new like, game yeah, being like made, those, like those custom Pokemon games or like. Yeah, like Mario Eight, that kind of thing. (laughs) Well, there is a there is a Mother Four game, which is like a new. It's like they're doing their own story that's like supposed to be whatever. They they honestly, and this usually is what happens a lot, is something that will start as a fan project. Uh, another game, Anton Blast and Anton Ball, which is like a Wario, uh, Land Four style game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing their own thing. There, it's yeah. it clearly is inspired and takes a lot of uh, elements from a game, but it's its own thing. I think that's always always the safer and honestly, I think more creative way of going about things. 
I will say something like a bloodstained. Do you know bloodstained uh, ritual of the night? The I know. Uh, Castlevania I know thing? of it. I have not played it. Uh, I know a lot of people are very into it. Yeah, but do you know how like there's Metroidvania games, right? Um, which are the Castlevania Metroid style games. Now those games, it's nice to have the Castlevania aesthetic. You're fighting Dracula. I love all the characters, and Bloodstained is like made by the director, like mm-hmm. Igarashi or whatever, and he it it feels like the same game, but the fact that the characters are different, you're not really fighting Dracula, and like the villains are a little bit different. It does it does take away a little bit from it. Like sometimes like a game like that, like a fan game or like a spiritual successor. It feels almost like the thing you like, but like the characters being slightly different does feel weird. Um, yeah, you kind of have to yeah, like. I mean, I'm speaking from hypothetical here. I haven't really played many of these games, but I just I feel like you'd kind of have to remove your association with that other game to be like, oh, this is the thing that I like, but it's a completely different property and like works differently, and I have to learn to like this in a different way. Actually, here's kind of a good example where in Pokemon, there's a lot of monster catching games now that exist mm-hmm. uh, in that genre, but they're clearly Pokemon inspired. Um, there's a game called Corymon or Coromon on Steam, which is very like Pokemon inspired and also Tem uh, Temtem, which is like another Pokemon kind of game. The thing about those games that are so weird is like, yeah, they have better features in every single way, except the pokemon design it's like it's not pokemon though it feels like you're playing with like like knockoff pokemon knockoff pokemon like it's it feels weird right it still feels that that's something that just is odd that's like hard to like describe um but yeah i I think i i think if you're gonna make a fan game uh probably make your own you make it you can literally have the gameplay be exactly the same just try to do your own thing with characters and stuff keep it Keep it so you can sell it eventually if you want to make a full game. Keep it legally and, uh, distinct. Legally, di- and that's I think that's the message of the podcast. Keep it legally distinct. And I think Not that was a podcast. Just stay legally distinct, everyone. Yeah. All right. So I've been Matt Fondude. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, now on TikTok for the the, the kiddos. Um, I'm I'm also on YouTube. I stream lots of fun games. And uh, Ryan, where can we find you? Just on Twitter. See, I'm legally obligated to have it, so uh, I don't use what? any other social media. I wouldn't use to- Twitter if I didn't have to. <laughs> uh, What's your at? Just Polkabird with an underscore at the end. Gotta we keep those, do, so we, those underscores legally we distinct. Can, uh, direct all our hate towards you and the allegations. Bringing it back to the allegations yes. again. Uh, well, we know you know what you did, and we know what you did, and that's all I'm gonna say. About I, know, that. I know what I did. I mean, you just said that, but I know that you know that I know what I did. And that's the end of the podcast. Goodbye.